0: Good morning, listener. This is the second attempt at my walking podcast. And I just recorded 26 minutes, which I thought were great. And I went back and I I actually listened, randomly sampled through it. I found that some of the speech was garbled. I played with my microphone and my text was not coming through. So I might actually have to re-record. So maybe I can compress this whole thing down and do something short and sweet. So my personal idea is that by observing your own behavior and impulses, you can understand the programming or the structure that was given to you in your society, by society or by your training. So reflection and introspection can help you debug your own behavior and mind. So let's go over that. How does one actually how does one actually go about that? Well, the first thing is mindfulness meditation, focusing on your breath, focusing on something and then observing the thoughts that arise in you, but being distant from them, detached, watching them arise and watching them go down again. That is the first key to observing yourself and gaining awareness. And then you have to realize, you have to realize that these thoughts that are arising they might be, be generated from your, your training. Now, if we look at neural networks, artificial neural networks, deep learning, we, we realize that a neural network can produce sentences and that these sentences in the training mode, you'll have negative or positive feedback. The weights will become weaker or stronger, let's say. You have your error function that you're solving for. So we might be a trained neural network that was created in a system that has power over us. right? We might be the product, the embodiment, the carrier of certain ideas, certain biases, certain functions that we don't even know about, like MKUltra. I think that we can become aware of those through meditation and deconstruction. And that's the idea of introspection, that basically you can deconstruct the ideas that, and your biases by observing yourself, observing your behavior, observing your reactions, and maybe not even allowing those reactions to take place, but to observe what your instinctive or impulsive reaction might be, and detaching from that. Okay, so that's my idea for the day. And uh, let me just share another idea from you, with you, that I came up with this morning. An example of some kind of detachment. Like I saw, I was browsing through Twitter, I admit, and I get this notification that these people followed some politician with the invitation to follow him or her and I saw this face and I said, Wow, that face looks like the face of another politician for far a so tiny little like. And I went looking for a face comparison program. I saw all types of machine learning AI tools for face comparison, verification that a face is the same face as another face. And then I thought I wrote this on Twitter. I said, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, share the two faces, put them side by side, and say, hey, these look like these guys. But what if we had a program that would compare the politicians' faces with each other? And could we use that to predict the next president or the next politician, political leader based upon the biases of just looking at their face? Like, would people just choose? their politician based on their face. I mean, it's always important to put their face on all the political. Like, are we choosing our leaders based upon their face? So I thought that would be a really great algorithm to work out, or website. And I guess we should include actors as well and show how close they are in terms of faces. And then we can put countries, or elections, or years. And there's different variables. I think it'd be quite interesting. Yeah. So, uh, and then I'll give you another little bits of my intro from the podcast that was lost. Basically, I was saying, hey, the stream of random, thoughts are random. We like to think that our thoughts have... Structure and form. And yes, um, it is easier to consume them if they're given a structure and a form, a rhyme and a reason, a rhythm and a beat, and a melody, if they make some kind of sense, if there's some kind of cohesion, some kind of structure, some ordering. That's the job of the packager, of the creator of the symbol, semiotic, semiosis. The emitter, the sender, they say that the medium is the message. That was the guy from Canada. forgot it. McLuhan, maybe. Fuzzy on that name again. Basically, he said the medium is the message. So this message, this medium here, is the talk to my friend, my only listener. Person who understands me might be me in the future who's actually listening. Might be no listener. Oh, I had some other things I wanted to share. So, this um, podcast James Howard Kunstler had a lady on who basically came up with a theory that the Gropius suffered, who invented mid-century or modern architecture, which is very Reduced in features and onto its most functional. That he suffers from, suffers from PTSD in World War I, where he was in the German army in the trenches. And that his architecture, he built his home like a trench or a bunker. And she was saying that many of the modern architects suffered from PTSD or suffered from autism, different mental pathways than normal people. They couldn't relate to other people very well. So I wanted to say that I can, I thought that was a great insight. Um, I too suffer from modern buildings. They cause stress in me. Um, I completely understand that. I much more enjoy walks in the woods and walks through the city. I like small town USA, inviting streets with ornament houses. I like Prague, the most beautiful city I've ever visited. And I was so fascinated by the forms and the architecture. And I also think um, I'm not saying that I'm autistic or suffer from PTSD, but I do have different neural pathways. I'm a different person. weird weird guy, socially awkward, geeky, introverted in many ways. I don't feel comfortable at parties in large groups. It stresses me out. I really much, I I really like the Mr. Robot guy. I mean, obviously that's more than me, but uh, definitely can relate to him. So yeah, so that's a little personal note on my side that I definitely think we should celebrate mental diversity. Um, I don't think that's happening, and that uh, I dare to be different in what I do. I'm not trying to be a morning radio show here on the stream of random. I'm just trying to bring you some raw ideas. Of course, I'm always fighting with audio quality and time. I'm not trying to make this my full-time job. I'm just uh, sharing some insights with my listener, or myself in the future, or whoever I might be. Yeah, I'm kind of lacking the fire from the original episode that got lost. Maybe I can pull some clips out of it before they get destroyed. <laughs> it's funny how, um, well, one of the things they said was the bubble, the car bubble and how the car is full of ornaments, and is very anti-modern. It, it gives a face to the car, the interface. Yeah. And I like the command line interface, to be honest. That's the face that I enjoy working with a lot. So more about that in the future. We have to think about those topics some more. But I just wanted to share some of that with you, and I hope you have a great day. See ya.